0: This is the Two Marketeers podcast, where hosts and marketing experts Sean Patrick and Lindsay Waugh seek to uncover what makes brands so powerful and how they impact modern society and culture.
1: You're listening to the first of a two-part episode titled Are Creative and Strategy Still Frenemies? Where Lindsay and I ask ourselves and each other that very question. As the two marketeers, we've seen the roles of both creative and strategy evolve significantly in the last several years. The question is, how much have they evolved and what does that mean for the people in these roles? We hope you enjoy our conversation. Hi. Hi, Lindsay.
0: Hey. Hi, Sean. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yes. Good.
0: The fact that we just said, let's just give it a try, what can go wrong, (laughs) is, it's a clear indicator this is going to be great.
1: Ask the name of our new podcast.
0: What can go wrong?
1: No. Let's just give it a try and see what goes (laughs) wrong. It's like a country music (laughs) title.
0: Let's just give it a try. (laughs) We're going to see what can go wrong. Okay.
1: (laughs) We are warmed up.
0: Didn't Taylor Swift start in country music? Is this my big break? This is it. Is it?
1: Yeah. At at the young age of 40.
0: 77. (laughs) 77. You know how they do your biological age? How they can calculate, like, from all the things you've done to your body, like where you're actually at versus your date of birth. You don't know about this? Nope. Oh,
1: don't want to. I
0: would not recommend it (laughs) based on recent results I've received.
1: Interesting. But enough about that. We're back in studio. Thank you, Staples. Thank you, Devin, my savior. I think I've lost 50 pounds in sweat this morning because every technical thing that could go wrong went wrong.
0: Stop showing off.
1: Great. <laughs> let's take a breath. Namaste. So let's get to it. Okay. We're talking about we've been you know the whole whole season's about designing experiences, and uh, I think today I want to focus on. And you stop me if you disagree. Um, the role of creativity in marketing. Now, yes uh, or even the word creative it's a noun for us marketers it's an adjective it's a verb yeah it's not what a verb, does
0: that mean exactly yeah
1: um, what is the role of people who do what you and I do what did it used to be what is it today and what does it need to be because it just seems really blurry right I would agree what's what do you see as sort of the biggest change you've seen since, you know, maybe when you first started out or you first aspired to to be, before you even knew you you wanted to be a strategist, I think you knew you wanted to get into marketing.
0: Right. Yeah. So I've been in marketing and advertising in the agency side for like 18 years-ish. So when I first started, it was all about like the big sexy idea. Like we're... We're selling big, sexy ideas. Like, that's it. What's the most, like, outrageous thing? What's yeah. the craziest thing we can do? What's the big I- It was always, like, what's the big idea? And I was like, what's a big idea? Like, <laughs> yeah. our, uh, what makes it a big idea? And that was, like, a very, I think, sexy time for creatives and for creative because they were on this pedestal. And as a strategy person... It was all around, like, whatever I can do strategy-wise to sell to the creative. It was like you backfill the strategy to support the creative idea. And we were just, if if you had to visualize it, it felt like we were following around creative people. Like, what can I do to support you? You tell me. I'll grab a stat. Like, if you need a key stat so that we can sell in this idea, I'll go get it. But, like, it was all about what the idea was. Yes. Yeah.
1: Can I ask you something? Sure. Did you believe it was secondary to the idea
0: yes okay yeah i just want to make sure and we all knew that like you know the pecking order right like it's not like it wasn't
1: paying for strategy
0: no if anything (laughs) they wouldn't pay for it what is that then what even is that yeah what is that
1: (laughs) that was the beginning yes
0: in the beginning of my career
1: i think you're totally right
0: Yeah. And then about 10 years later, we became super obsessed with data, right? That was like big data, all the data points because of digital and being able to collect information and brands and businesses being able to know more about their consumers. Then we became so obsessed with analytics and what data points we could get. And then what we, what those data points said and like how we triangulate them to try and give like the creative a little bit more focus based on all the data we were seeing. Right. Which was like a tsunami, right? Like then all of a sudden it was like there was so much data and then people were, they just didn't know what to do with it.
1: Yeah. I'd even say you had clients who had invested in the technologies that promised data, that promised reports and that promised results.
0: That's right. And that was a very, it was a hard time in strategy because the thought was that you could literally make use of each and every data point you found. But I think a strategy's role is a lot about decision making, like which points you're going to pull out and why, yeah. and how those points come together to help focus the creative a little bit more against what we're seeing. Yep. And strategy is about making decisions. You can't take into consideration every little piece of information ever made uh, available on the internet.
1: You know, I think that's an interesting point, because I believe that's where human intelligence comes in.
0: Yes. Right. It's the art of strategy strategy. versus the science.
1: Yes. The science is what goes in. The art is how it's processed and turns into solutions. Yes. Strategies. Possible ways of fixing the problem that you've identified.
0: That's correct, yeah. I remember the days so clearly when all of a sudden it was like the return of that idea. How do you measure it? And we were like what? <laughs> like It was a EDM festival, like people loved it, and it was like, well, prove that that drove real results.
1: I do have a question. <gasps> yeah, when you said it started to be challenged, let's talk about who who was challenging it. Who, you know? Uh,
0: yeah, clients, clients,
1: and clients who were uh, marketing departments, clients who were uh, right from the top. Uh, I'm, I'm just curious.
0: Yeah, I think it started to be everyone. Like, I think okay. it started with. Finance almost okay in a lot of if I'm going to give you certain buckets of money, uh-huh. you better tell me how those buckets of money are driving results for the business. So like finance starts to get involved with regards to budgeting. Then I think marketers and big brands at that time were just as nervous as we were to say like, well... I've I've also, as the marketer of a brand, in on the brand side, never really been responsible for proving the results of my right. work. Yeah. So then they started to go to their agencies and be like, prove to me that these ideas are driving results because I'm getting challenged within the business to prove it. And I right. don't I've not had to do that before. Right. And now in the last year or two, it's been a shift from like data to technology. So it's like We have AI tools available. Mm -hmm. Like, what is AI going to do with everything? And, like, human brains can't process that amount of data, but, like, artificial brains can. So they could just write the brief for you. And so they comb the Internet for all of the million data data points and can actually triangulate it. And we can just use artificial sources to create strategies. Right. So it went from, like, art to data to technology, and I think the ever-changing role of, like, creative and strategy is, like, what's the human element in all of that? Yeah. And it still seems to me that it's over to kind of strategy's role to help focus creative amidst this ever-changing and insanely overwhelming world of data and tech. Okay. I mean, when I think about the changing role of strategy and creative and how it's kind of gone throughout my career, career, that's my high level view of mm-hmm. the major changes, but knowing that you're our resident creative in the room, um, the guy who's literally in the hot seat, like what is your perspective on the changing role of creative in the last, over the course of your career? I suppose. Yeah,
1: course of my career. Yeah. And even, even before that, um, I right. think I, my, my initial answer is as creative, as creatives, we are living a legacy that no longer works. Interesting. Okay. How so? Well, you're going to laugh at me, but I wrote something down because I'm like, how do I set the stage that kind of says, we're trying to, we're, we're existing within this construct. Yeah. Of a world, a marketing advertising world that hasn't existed for about 30 years. Right. In, in the form. So here's what I wrote. Okay. The role of creative and marketing has changed. How? Okay. So. Take a moment. If you
0: can't see, Sean's reading off a paper.
1: Yeah. At the moment. Okay, because I'm a creative. I love it. Creative was number one. Okay? Back in the day. Top tier, biggest moneymaker, hands down. Marketing was all about advertising and selling and creating campaigns. So with me so far? With you, yes. Creative, air quotes, was an exclusive department in an advertising agency often referred to as an ivory tower. Mm. Think Madison Avenue. Think Don Draper. Right? Yeah. Think million dollar budgets. Mm. Back then, Mavericks, Outlaws, Rebels, and Rockstars. The creative department was an agency's inner sanctum of brilliant creative minds. A pressure cooker for award winning million dollar ideas, To be part of it was to be envied. Many wanted in, but very few were worthy. The creative it produced was an agency's most valuable asset. Everybody knew it and knew it had to be protected from the top down. Yeah. Today? Not so much.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's always you look back and you're like, I want to be that person, like the person who was protected and envied. Oh I, I envied I still, I still have a lot of creative folks that I just, I'm in admiration of.
1: Absolutely. And it's not like, oh, everything about that is gone, but we have to, that's what we're comparing it to, you know, like, so right. what changed? Yeah. And I think it's exactly what you said. It used to be about the selling of ideas. It is still perceived that way far too much. What do you mean? Because marketing now means so much more. Right. There's two sides of marketing, and you've said it. Science versus the art. And let me know what you think about this. Mm -hmm. The responsibility of the scientific aspect, right, the data, uh, having Mm -hmm. all of that stuff, should be the responsibility of the client, the corporation, the brand, Mm -hmm. the responsibility of the art of marketing, when you receive that scientific information, is what the agency is for.
0: Right. I think the only issue is that a lot of businesses and brands don't have the science. So in right. absence of science on a brand or business's end, then they, they one of two things happens. They okay. rely on the agencies for the science elevates the role of analytics and strategy within agencies who kind of build that practice Mm -hmm. or you continue down the path of create creativity that's not guided by those data points that are going to help it drive um sorry i'm not saying that properly it's so then the other option is you are working with agencies that don't have that science. And so they're creating ideas that perhaps aren't going to drive the best results because they're not backed by that information. So again, you're kind of just selling great ideas.
1: Yeah. When you look at that sort of model, that was about that idea that we make millions of dollars by selling brilliant ideas. There's a reason it worked back then and it's because you had particular people who were able to think up great ideas in the absence of information
0: right and the absence of being able to track their impact
1: but that's my point yeah they
0: like, not only information to inform the idea, but information, yeah, as well on the Just other Just this end.
1: world of, like you said, then data exploded. Well, yeah. back then, the Don Drapers, you know, I, I remember thinking, like, when Mad Men came out and people were like, do you watch it? And it sounded so arrogant, but I'm like, the last thing I want to do is see someone who apparently does my job, but 10 times better. Yeah. And, you know, I don't drink or smoke at work. And, you know, I'm faithful to my wife, so it's pretty boring. Yeah. <laughs> Like, where are those glory days in real life? So it's that idea that there's the vestiges of that. And then if you look at it now, it's that creative has a different responsibility. I think creative now, and especially in the world of marketing, is about designing experiences. Where back in the day, it was about designing communications. It was about designing things. Uh, The role of the creative, you know, like even when I was first starting out, whether it was marketing or not, I was in publishing, but it was about creating things that people read, looked at, that sort of stuff. It's really evolved to the role of a marketer and of a brand is to create or design experiences for the consumer. Mm-hmm. That, and when you mention it that way or when you say it that way, frame it out, it's absolutely what it is today. It's absolutely was what it was back then We just didn't know it. Right. We didn't ever have to go beyond the amount of information of understanding how some advertising behaved, how many eyeballs saw it. Like it was very, uh, what's the word, rudimentary. And it was also uh, a lot of it was assumed. So the role of creative was a very fun role for very creative people whose job it was to create, come up with a big idea And sell it from that sort of, okay, so the the Mad Men, Madison Avenue sort of times of complex, struggling people, brilliant minds going away and coming back with the perfect idea. What is it now? Does that still work?
0: Well... So when I started in marketing, it was all still all about those big ideas, right? Right. It was all about the big sexy idea. It was still very like mad men-ish feeling days where it's strategy supporting creative and selling their ideas. Like how can we make the client believe this is a good idea by using strategy? (laughs) and then when you know big data and analytics start coming into the mix so you launch a lot of digital and you start to see all these insights around what people are doing not only to guide the creative but also then to prove the results of what that creative did for the business or the brand and then it was also like well then use data to prove that that creative works so then no longer could it be like this is just an amazing, sexy idea. It was like, well, if it's not going to drive results, then we don't want it. And so that's when I think creativity really started to be challenged right, under the lens of driving business results and proving that it worked.
1: The role of a creative no longer can be isolated to someone within a team who's proven themselves for coming up with great ideas that right. clients buy. Yeah. Creative, creative is no longer a bucket/slash role. It needs to really expand for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Collaboration, Madison Avenue, Mad Men, that's what Creative was because there was no information. Yeah. It was so limited, you just had to give it to one brilliant person to come up with a great idea that was good enough for the client to buy. And Sell them that idea and make the money on doing the campaign.
0: Wouldn't that be so fun?
1: Yeah, especially the drinking and smoking part. That would be like totally the best, right. You gotta do what you gotta do. So- <laughs> I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay. Do you actually believe that strategy and creative are separate?
0: I do not.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Should we just say it?
0: Uh, so the best experiences I've had in my career have been when strategy and creative were in lockstep together. And it only really started to happen six, five or six years ago. So this is like I've gone through like 12 years of my career before any of this started to happen. Because I think what went on was the relationship between creative and strategy changed around that point of data. So yes. once strat or sorry once creatives realized the value of what strategy people can provide in helping to guide the ideas because they know at the end of the day they're going to be asked about the results of those ideas yes then they started to be more open to that collaboration Fair. and like in that time i clear i can remember the day actually when this happened cut
1: That takes us to the end of part one of this episode. We hate to leave you in suspense. Actually, no, we don't. Be sure to listen to part two, where Lindsay shares the exact moment when creative and strategy started becoming friends.
0: Thanks for listening to the Two Marketeers podcast. New episodes launch
1: every two weeks. Find the Two Marketeers podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you like to listen. And be sure to rate and subscribe.
0: Listen on our website, thetwomarketeers.ca, or you can ask Alexa to play the Two Marketeers podcast.
1: Want to keep in touch? Follow the Two Marketeers on LinkedIn or at Two Marketeers on TikTok. We've always got something to share.
0: This podcast is over.